Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Oh, I got a live one here. Welcome to uh, another episode of Spears Steinberg, <laughs> the podcast. Uh, yes, the podcast. This week coming from you from uh, the green room at the lovely Irvine Improv. Yes, sir. Sunday night. Sunday night. Been a good week? Actually, this, uh, this probably has been my best time here since I've been here. This is one of those clubs that like uh, Fort Lauderdale Improv... Uh, not for a lot of there. West Palm Beach, uh, Phoenix, Stand to Blive. There's a few improvs that are like fucking huge, where they hold like 500 people. Yeah, and those rooms are tough to fill uh, when you're at my level. Uh, but this one, this this weekend, uh, good was good, man. Thursday and tonight Sunday was a little uh, light in terms of capacity. They Thursday were they're kind of the same. Thursday wasn't bad for Sunday. Uh, yeah, but tonight was lighter. Right, but both shows Friday and Saturday were pretty much damn near sold out. Right, uh, so I made some coin, baby. Uh, time to give the government and the baby mamas they cut and leave me with nothing. <laughs> yeah, uh, but tonight the Sunday show, even though yeah. it was one of the smaller ones, but it was uh, between the Thursday. It was and it was a shit show. It was the worst of the shows. In terms it was the of, loudest, yeah. In terms of drunkenness. Um, listen, I'm going to try to say this calmly and coolly, uh, but if you're one of these people, meaning drunk people, or you know somebody that's drunk people, stay your motherfucking ass at home. We don't want you. We don't need you. We do not like you. I just, I, I it just, I, I'm blown away even after fucking 29 years of doing this that, you know, there are, it just, it has to happen. There's that guy or that chick in every fucking city that just can't fucking control themselves and thinks that we like that shit, man. And if you're going to be that person, sit in the far back away where you're not going to bug anybody. But if Yeah, you- stay in the back where, where you fucking can't be heard or... You know, there's enough people around you to tell you to shut the fuck up. And if you're going to drink past your name, and what I mean that is, when you drink so much that you are not the same person right? That before you started drinking, yeah. yeah, then you shouldn't be at a comedy club. You're useless, man. You're fucking useless. I used to think my my uh, deal breaker with a woman, no matter how fine she was, and it still is my top one, 
well, this might replace it, is uh, bare feet on the concrete after the club. I mentioned that on, on a podcast before. I don't give a fuck if you, Rihanna, Beyonce, that is a turnoff to me. But now I think even when, a, you know, you think, oh, if a bitch is sloppy, you just easy access to pussy. I, I, say, I don't want that pussy when you're no. that drunk. No, and it'll turn around on you, too. It may, it, it could turn around you on you if she's totally blasted. Yeah. Because she'll fall asleep in her own vomit. Right. Uh, on that she vomited on you or on your bed or on right. your sheets. And, or, and even then, is if, if I ask you, can we fuck, and you still give me a head nod, I'm fucking in vomit, baby. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm really not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm joking. Uh, I know there's some white boys out there that will. Um, but clean up your act, man. Please do not come to the motherfucking comedy club. Blast it. You guys keep thinking that we like that as comics and you think you're making the show better. Well, you're not. We hate it. We hate you. Stay the fuck away from us. And you thought it was good because you remember it completely different than everybody else that was at the show. Right. No, again, I said this before. Drunk people think that everyone else is in that same state. Right. And they don't realize, no, it's just you. Yeah, and it's not us that don't like you. It's the whole crowd that doesn't like you. I just wish the crowd would participate and jump in on the shut the fuck up gangbang. Yeah, but the crowd doesn't, especially like this crowd. And this is the other thing about Irvine, and I'm not knocking Irvine at all. I love this club. Uh, When we were talking about managers of clubs that we Mm -hmm. like, uh, Michael here. I think he's a cool... I, I like Michael a lot. I think he's doing a nice job at this club. Uh, but Irvine itself, the place, it is very uh, homogenized. Would that be a good word to say? I'm not sure what homogenized means, so I can't speak on it. How about we just call it really... Because when I think of homogenized, I think of milk. Yeah. That's, oh, you mean white? White and, and tight. Because um, they're not all white. They're not all white. There's it's a very mixed. And, it's this a is why, and this is why I love performing in the... I don't know what part of SoCal, Cal, that you, SoCal, California, or whatever that you would put this in, but Ontario, Brea, Irvine, you always are going to get a very mixed array of people. White, black, Indian, Asian, uh, Mexican, fucking uh, Middle Eastern, you know what I mean? Persian. and So I love that shit. Because, as I've always said, there are certain jokes I do that work with those kinds of crowds that don't work in 100% black rooms. Right. But these people that have come here and moved here to their very nice little area are very tight. They're very, they're, they don't want anything to be said. Well, anymore. it's, it's, again, it's that fucking, oh. Oh, yeah. And we, it, want, we want everybody to be liked and loved. Right. And, and, and I find, like, the truth is, I think that's a great idea. I think their 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 idea is noble, but what what we all really want is that you know honesty, honesty, political, politically incorrect. Shut the blinds, close the door, put the kids away. These are jokes. We're just give it to it. They they want that raw shit, right? But they're so apprehensive about saying they want the raw shit because we live in this vaginal ass climate now. And in the big rooms on Friday and Saturday night, when the rooms was full, it didn't really make a difference because people got into it. Well, it always makes a difference a little bit on the first show. Always tends to be a little tighter, right? Because that's when you know the audience is more white, and it's that white conservative shit. It's that, you know, I'm white and I never say nigger, nigger. <laughs> so, you know. But on the but when I say I think when the shows are a little smaller and intimate and you can see everybody, that's when people get really uptight. Yeah, it, it can be, but but even then I've had experiences where that second show 
is not as white and it's just more loose because it's the second show. Show, you're right. And they, um, they, they've eased up a little bit. Yeah, and again, even the first show, it's like, you know, it's like a broad you're trying to fuck that you know you can fuck, but she's playing them games. So you got to massage the crowd to eventually them legs part ways and you can get what you know they want to give you. But I saw you working for that. You were really working at it. Yeah. Today. Yeah. And I, I sometimes always gauge what the show is going to be when I see you. Because... You know, you're like the sacrificial lamb. Right. Either you're going to go out there first and get it good, in yeah. a good way, or you're going to go not get it, and I'm going, oh, fuck one of these. But, like, I went out there, and, my, and this is where I have to do better, is because I saw right away the problems, and right. instead of being addressing the problems and being likable through the show, mm-hmm. I addressed the problems, and I never really addressed my likability at that show. Right. Because I was, I was already... I was feeling for what you were going to have to do. And right. I know my position's the, the, the person to get the show started. And I'm always disappointed in myself when I, can't, when I know I'm not going to succeed in giving you a good audience. Yeah, I, you know, I would, take the, I would take the emphasis off of me, though, and just put it on yourself. Because, you know, you're advancing and you're getting better. And, and that, again, this is, this is why I stress, to, again, to any young would-be comics out there, don't go to fucking comedy classes. You, they will not, you can't learn that in a comedy class. Right. You got to learn this through experience, on the road, trial and error, experiencing the differences in crowds from the East Coast, West Coast, Midwest, down South, mixed crowds, black crowds, all white crowds. You got you to gotta live this. Yeah. So save your money because it's a waste of time. But what I will say, though, on the same thing, though, that you said, you give me the leeway to make some mistakes and do the things that I need to do. Not a lot of comics give... As much to their opener to let them have that uh, that room to grow the way that you have let me grow, young Skywalker, you yeah. are. Yeah. So I appreciate it. You but, got it. But that's why I'm always concerned. I want to. I want to hand off a good. So question. so long story short, uh, you drunk motherfuckers, <laughs> stay the fuck away from here. If you cannot handle your liquor and you don't know how to, in terms of etiquette, be a proper audience, we don't want you. Your money is no. Your money is is not wanted here. Yeah, there's a there's a restaurant next door. Buy some drinks. Stay on that side. Yeah, Which do that, that shit on. The night. restaurant here is really good. It's at Unami Burger. Yeah, and I love those burgers. I ate three of them though this weekend, and I can't have a hamburger for. I tell you what, what's good that I never had before, but I've heard of it, but I've had it now. Is the truffle oil? Yeah, I love that, dude. Their fries, the fries with cheese and bacon bits, and the truffle—you taste the oil. Yeah. Oh, that shit! That shit is motherfucking heroin. Yeah, we didn't do. Uh, we, we didn't get a chance to do uh, diners, drive-ins, and dives. So that's that. That's as close as we're going to get to it. But it's, it's phenomenal. It was really good. Unami Burger. If you're in LA, they have them all. They have them over several different places, but the one here next to the Irvine Improv. I mean, they serve the Unami Burgers in the in the Improv. That's one of the best. This is one of the best foods. I wish had. Pussy Juice had truffle oil in it. You can put some on. You can sprinkle it on. Yeah, yeah, it might cause an infection. I'm talking about natural truffle oil <laughs> juice. Uh, this week's events. Uh, what do you, well, I want to talk about uh, Michelle Wolf. Yeah, let's talk the about comedian. Um, for those of you who may not know, comedian, I, I, I kind of caught half of her HBO special. Um, I saw her HBO special. I, I think she's very funny. Yeah, I caught the HBO special, uh, but then I knew she did the White House Correspondents uh-huh. Dinner, which, of course, every year they have comedians come, and it's basically a roast for politics. Um, and 
and uh, it was funny. Donald Trump, of course, wasn't there, right. which is pussy, motherfucker, pussy, 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 pussy. He's not. Th- 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 this this is a this is a this is a traditional thing. But he's not the only one that's never showed up for him. He, everybody's always gone to one of the four years. But we know why he didn't show up. Yeah, we know why. He, he can't take the lickings. No. He, he loves to be on Twitter and talk shit and put shit in caps and call people out. But this motherfucker is such a dick between the legs fucking pussy that he wouldn't sit there because he knows he's going to get it hard. Even, and he can't take it. He can't even fake taking it. Before he was president, he would go to some of these dinners. They would roast him. At you know they would just bring him up because he was in the audience, right? And he would still be upset. Oh yeah, the one the, the famous one is the one where Obama was fucking with him and showed the Lion King cartoon, talking about uh, in reference to the birth certificate and him being from Africa. And every time they cut the trunk, he he just couldn't handle it. You could see it. He couldn't even fake taking it. And I think I heard someone say that's the reason why he ran. Because he was so embarrassed that night, he was determined to go, I'm going to become president just so I could take Obama down. That, that's a hell of a... You know, I, I... You don't believe that? Dude, I don't see how you could put your whole life on hold like he had to put it on hold for just because you're mad this at Obama. This man is a, is a narcissist. I get it, but... No, you don't get it. This man is a fucking narcissist. His, during his campaign run, what did he say? America has a lot of problems and only I can fix it. To think that you alone can fix an entire nation of problems and you've never been president, you've never been in the political arena, right. you're a fucking narcissist. But to be... You can grab women's pussies without permission? You know, that's not exactly what he said. Oh, Andy, no, we I, have this argument all every the time. time. You keep wanting take to, def- him down you for the reasons keep wanting to defend this motherfucker on Dude, some level. Take him down for the reasons that he needs to be taken down. Which is what? He's bad for the country. That's it? No, he's he's said a lot of fucked up shit. Yeah, his tweets are ridiculous. He speaks like an like a like an like someone who isn't all there, arrogant asshole. But someone who isn't all there, he isn't all there. These, these things that he says, but the things that he does say, he says enough bad shit that the quotable ones that people quote all the time, I'm not going to let those go by uh, and say those are the worst things he said. Those aren't. He says much worse stuff. Okay, but at one point, bad is bad. Yeah, bad is bad. So, so you know, are we measuring degrees of bad? Or no, he's he, he's 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 probably going to be go down as someone who was probably good for an economic reasons, but he could have been an advisor. He could have been an economic advisor. He's not even good. with that. His track record in terms of money is not great. No, they say he's broke. I don't know how much I believe that. Still got his own plane. I don't know. I don't know if he's broke. I don't know what he is. All I know is that it, it, it's a black guy on this country. That's what I know. Well, I tell you this: big kudos to Michelle Wolf. And I, and again, let me let me tread lightly. I saw her HBO special. Uh, again, funny is money, and don't you know? As long as you funny, you you in the league. Uh, wasn't my cup of tea, but nonetheless, respect because. She's in the league. But the way she tackled that White House correspondence dinner was excellent. I hope you can pull it up or you remember it. Um, But she attacked Sarah Sanders. About the... uh, And it was fucking... That was... She said a joke that felt Chris Rock slash Dave Chappelle slash D.L. Hewley slash... Patrice-esque. Yeah. You remember what the joke was? Yeah, she said something. I forgot exactly what it was, burning the stuff and then using the the uh, ash to, to create her 
Nah, that wasn't it. Oh, that, that was one. It was where she said Sarah Huck- Huckabee mm-hmm. is basically the Uncle Tom. Oh yeah, that for one. white women. Oh, that one because she lets other women down. Yeah. Sarah Huckabee, Sarah Huckabee. She has a lot of names. Sarah Huckabee, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, right. Sarah Sanders. I don't even know what to call her. Whatever. Right. What's I would call her? What, what is the what is the term that uh, white women use for Uncle Tom? Because you let women yeah, down. That's how. Yeah, this is a joke. That right there that was, was a hat tip moment. That was great. And then she and then she as she exited said, and Flint still doesn't have clean water. Yep. That bitch gangsterized that shit. Yeah. And I, I, I just, I thought it was phenomenal. And of course, she caught a lot of flack. Uh, because again, what doesn't make sense is, you know, of course, some of the media and of course, some of the conservatives was, you know, saying her jokes weren't appropriate or whatever. You motherfuckers hired a comic to do a job. Yeah. If you don't do your research and understand what you're buying... Then it's, it's your fault. She said that on her on the roast. Right. She said you should have done more research. But it seems it. like they do that every year, though. Yeah. But the reason I brought up that other joke about the ash, the right. ash, but using the ash to make a smoky eye. Right. And then she goes, I don't know what they use to what they use to make that. I think she goes, I think it's lies. Right. I'm pretty sure it's lies. Uh huh. They accused her of attacking her looks when she wasn't saying anything about looks. She was talking about about uh, the information that she's passing out right. and then uses it in a, in a smart-ass way, she said, to make her smoky eyes, her right. makeup. There wasn't anything that was derogatory to women. I didn't understand why women, and especially conservative women who didn't like her, would let women, conservative women, use that to twist it to be... To say that she was doing something inappropriate—that's what—that's why I brought right. that other joke up. W- women, women are their worst own are their own worst enemies. You know, it's it's, a, it's amazing to me how much, and I think I might have mentioned this on the last podcast because we talked about Cosby. You know, it's like it, it it's like two steps forward, eighteen backwards. Yeah. When you got women who go, uh, I, we support Trump, and you have black women defending Cosby. When it's like, don't you bitches have daughters? You know, aunts. Grandmothers, mothers, y'all support men who clearly don't support you. And then you want to fight about equality and fair treatment, but you're the one shooting yourselves in the foot. Yeah, but how you want us to take you seriously when you don't take yourself seriously? No, and they should keep the argument. They should change the argument to if we're going to put Cosby in jail, though. What about these? Let's take care of all the people that are doing right. are, are sexually abusive towards women, not just Cosby. Right. And and but to be honest, though, uh, if what they say, if what they can prove is different, but if you are a serial rapist and you've raped eighty or whatever the number was, right? And they're they're going to go after you a little bit harder. But uh, Harvey Weinstein is probably not very far behind and he's he's in phoenix hanging out so you know you got to decide you i i see that i see the inequity of what's happening and right. i understand that but you still have to say if this guy did this right but now it's time to go now who's next who's next on the list right well I, I tell you what my biggest gripe was uh was i noticed that dennis miller and I, you know, he's what is he conservative, right wing? Oh yeah, he's conservative. Yeah, Dennis Miller uh, made a comment uh, I saw on Twitter, and he says in terms of Michelle, what a horrible human being Michelle Michelle Wolf is. I'm going to read up on her over the next couple of days, and I will have a few brutally mean jokes about her by Wednesday. And you know, I, I basically tweeted back, um, "That's fucked up," because as comedians. Just like the boys in blue, we have a code of conduct. We have a brotherhood. And jokes, as comics, jokes come before anything. That's the business we're in. 
And you mean to tell me you're going to let your political anger, a.k.a. Dennis Miller, get in the way of comic code? How fucking like you fucking schmuck. Like you, 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 you are you are letting your your personal political views get in the way. You, you are letting that take precedent over your comedic code of conduct. Jokes come before anything. We're in the business of funny. You fucking, you fucking scumbag. Well, I was doubly offended by that, not only because he said those about her, and I thought the jokes, for what she was paid to do, for what she was there for, her jokes were on point. The thing that bothered me about it... Him or her? Him. Is if you need a couple days to get back to her, then he ain't funny anyway. If you had a joke that you could have laid out that would have right. would have got her that same day, same code of ethic, I would have laughed about his joke on her if he could have produced one. But to put out a tweet that goes, hey, give me a couple days. I'm going to do some work well, he here. Ain't, he ain't been on the mic like that in a minute. Well, then, so his mic's dusty. Well, then stay off the horse, man. You didn't have to jump on there like that. But I tell you who had the greatest response, and it captured him to the T was Pat Oswalt. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm not necessarily a, a fan of Pat Oswalt's style of comedy. Um, it's a different comedy Right, it's a different comedy And again, I don't want to come off like a hater uh, He's in the league uh, But he's just not my cup of tea But he, he captured it perfectly And let me just say before I, 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 I get into him We actually did a skit on Mad TV when, I think my first year there uh, I actually came up with the idea uh, But I didn't write it Because I wasn't able to capture Dennis Miller's cadence and rhythm and style But I clearly saw Based on how he does his jokes what the idea was. It was basically called um, Dennis Miller Hostage Negotiator. And the premise was this guy standing on a ledge of a roof or a building. He's about to kill himself. And of course, myself and cast member Deborah Wilson, we play two beat cops who basically try to talk the guy off the ledge from the window next door. And we're not successful. So we bring in Dennis Miller Hostage Negotiator. And he, of course, goes on a rant and only Dennis Miller could in his Dennis Miller fashion about, you know, uh, the consequences of suicide. And by the time he finishes this rant, we all jump off the fucking the ledge. <laughs> the, 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 the guy, me and me and the other beat cop and 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 Patton Oswalt. <laughs> and, I, and I had to screenshot it so that I could read it exactly how he said it, because it really is Dennis Miller to the to the T. He goes, I bet they'll be meaner than Willa Cather. After a ass absinthe bender with Gavrilo Prisnip, cha cha. <laughs> now that's even hard for me to say because again, it's shit that you would listen to and go, "What?" But if I do my poorly attempt at a Dennis Miller impression, it's basically, "I bet they'll be meaner than Willer Cather after a absinthe bender with Gavrilo Prisnip, cha cha." And I just, I, I, I said, "Bravo." To Patton, because that is motherfucking Dennis Miller. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, if that's if that's what his comeback is, or how he's going to attack her, uh, I'd love to see. I'd love to see the feud between him and her. I, I think he. I think he went back underneath. Back under. I think he's. I, I don't think he came out with anything after everybody went and called him out right. for calling out a comic. Right. And, and I got to be. Uh, I'll, I'll be honest because I'll be on, more honest than most people. After uh, Dennis Miller, if he goes past quoting uh, The Great Gatsby, I'm lost. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck he's saying. I have no idea. Right, right. Other than that, uh, so, you know, more. I, I, I love 
watching Dennis Miller when he was on SNL and he was doing the news. Yeah, I think that 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 forum fit him perfectly. Fit him perfectly. Him and Norm Macdonald. Yeah, and I, but because because I you know and again, Norm Macdonald is a weird. You know, hey, like, you know, that I just, I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it, but it yeah. works for whoever it works for. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. I remember the joke. He did a joke where he was like, uh, you know, I don't mind having uh, gay friends, uh, but uh, don't try to have heterosexual conversations with me because I can do that with my straight friends. <laughs> if, I, if you're a gay guy and you're my friend, uh, tell me what a guy's sack tastes like. Which was to me one of his better jokes that I I could fully understand. I yeah, but but yeah, sometimes his uh, from left to right to where he goes, I'm just I I, I don't get it. I, 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 I we're getting off topic, but I, I love Norm. I love Norm. But what I was going to say about uh, uh, Miller, I loved him on that. And I thought he was funny. And then when he came up with his political views, I lean. I'm not a con, I'm not a conservative. I'm not a I'm not a liberal. I'm, I'm and I, I call myself in the middle. I'm, I, I, right. So I never minded him taking up a side that no one was taking up. I I I gave him credit for doing that. Him and uh, Tim Allen right. are, are both those guys, and and that's great because everybody should. We can't have just all one side being supported by everybody, or right. or, or how do these people even get there? Because obviously there's another side that isn't being spoken for. So that being said, I appreciate it. But when you go out and you attack somebody who did their job, and, and again, their that's job. why I'm saying yeah. that again, like like the police. They know who the bad cops are, but the, the boys in blue have a code. We don't snitch. You know what I mean? We don't, we don't, we don't turn on our partners. So I think with comedy, man, it's got to be the same thing, man. You, you, can't, you, can't, you can't shit on another comic who did their job. And be it the comedy is subjective, whether you agree, whether you like it or not, who, as a comic, you got to know better. Then to go, oh, I thought it was inappropriate. I didn't think it was fun. You're a fucking comic, man. Your first loyalty is to comedy, not politics. Yeah, I just, uh, I agree with everything you said, except for the fact that no one's dying because of a bad joke. Uh, the boys in blue thing. I think they could. They, they need to figure that one out. Well, no, that I mean, obviously, yeah, obviously, I'm yeah. not saying that's right. Yeah. I'm just simply saying, you know, everybody to some degree. You know, lives by a code. You know, again, like I said, you know, black people in the streets got to know snitching. Snitches get stitches. Right. You know, which I don't agree with. And I said this before. Motherfucker, you a rapist or a murderer or a child molester and you left next door to me. I'm pointing at your motherfucking house like the dudes that work at the airport on the runway <laughs> with the cones telling the telling the motherfucking plane where to go. I'm tell, telling the police this nigga right here. Yeah. You know, no. but I'm just as a comic, I'm just floored by that. Yeah, I mean, if a comic, I have the same code with comics that you do. But if a comic kills somebody, I'm gonna probably then I'll sell them out. Kill them in what way? No, Put it in context. No, kill them like you know, murder or murder somebody. Yeah. What if they kill them because they made them laugh so much they had a heart attack? That's their job. There we go. I can't wait till I kill a motherfucker based on a laugh. Uh, yeah. That'd be that'd be a major erection. I'm, I'm just waiting for like a, a full out frontal piss. Like I just not just a little wet. Like just wet they pants. The whole pants. Fuck that! I want you carried out in a stretcher. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker, I'm so funny. I'd kill you, nigga. Uh, all right. What else we got on the list going on tonight? Uh, you got anything? I, I have one thing because I, and, I, and I was just thinking about this. And this is horrible. But we we've talked about it, and you beat me up a little bit about it here and there about being honest about mm-hmm. uh, how I feel about certain things and. Uh, I don't know if I want to start this as a regular, but my my Andy and his racist thoughts 
because oh. I, I had my. Uh, you have some. I had one. Oh, I, I had something that, that happened this I week. I welcome this, but it, no, it's not. It's not going to be as bad as you as what you're going to think. But I just realized it was a rare. Um, they sent us a fruit plate in here all weekend. I don't know if you noticed. Don't you tell me there was a gang of watermelon. There on. There was a gang of watermelon. On. Really? Yeah. You know who loves watermelon? Who? Me. So maybe that's why they did it. No, I ate all the watermelon, and I know they think you. They think I did it. <laughs> they think you did it. And oh, I was thinking, I was thinking, hilarious. I felt bad. Like I, afterwards, right. I almost felt bad. Like I had right. that was my racist thought. Like I really, I, I'm selling Aries out. They're all going to think Aries, the black dude in the in the in the green room, is eating all the watermelon. Okay, I'm going to fix this. <laughs> Next time we come back here, they're going to have a plate of a thousand matzo balls. <laughs> And dry ass unsalted crackers that'll choke the shit out of you worse than a Popeye's biscuit. Yeah, that's my no with nothing to drink it down with. But yeah, so I, I did. I, I I think that they they but did they, they they didn't know you like watermelon. No, they knew. No, they didn't know. They just saw that it was disappeared, so they kept putting more and more watermelon. That's hilarious. on the plate every night. So how do we keep this nigga happy? <laughs> It would really been racist if it was just watermelon and bananas. <laughs> it was watermelon, grapes, and uh, this orange thing. And one night, they even put basil with it, so I had watermelon. I've never. Basil. I've been here a thousand times. They've never done that. It was, you saw it, though, in here. I saw it, but I just would. I thought that was something you ordered. Nope. Really? No, I, but I ate it. I ate it. These <laughs> So, but I just think that I just thought that was funny. Right. That they think I'm, you know, that's my... My little insecure racist man that thought that I sold you out that way. That's hysterical. But I love watermelon. I loved everything that was on the plates. I kept eating right. them all. They had some. Uh, they had this really good uh, Swiss cheese on it last night. Is that right? Yeah, they didn't give us one today because Michael wasn't here. Michael's the one who does that shit. Okay, okay. And I think that's Michael's first time being here. So maybe he was trying to impress me yeah. incorrectly. Yeah, with watermelon, which I ate. Right. And he thinks it's you. Oh. So that next time Andy, they should bring it and have a note on the plate. Say, have at it, nigga. Uh, I, I think we could include Andy's little racist corner. That's just a little. Is that the only thing? That was the only thing. I thought I told you was going to hit me with an onslaught of shit. No, no. I was just going to. I thought it was funny, though, because I I almost wanted to. T- <laughs> that's how that's the white guilt part. Like, I want right. to tell everybody that's me eating the watermelon. Like, right. I thought I needed to go outside <laughs> and explain that to someone. But uh, no, I thought I would tell you, and then I, I thought about it last night. I wrote it down on my little list to right, talk about because right. I thought that was funny. Dude, I got to try to, you know, I'm one of those people who it's become harder and harder for me the the the, 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 the longer, the further I go in life. Like once upon a time ago, I used to be so vain. Anything I did, TV, film, whatever, I would watch myself a million times. It's getting harder for me to do that. And... uh I can't. I need to. I need to really. There's a couple of episodes of the podcast I've sat and listened to, but in totality, I would like to really listen to them all. Not because I'm I'm being vain, but because I just don't want to repeat myself. Right. And there are certain things on the podcast that I go. Do we? You hear me say it now? I said it tonight. Did I talk about this? Yeah. So I I just I can't remember uh, what I've what we've done. And the more we do, because we do it every week, and now we're at episode. What is it? Thirty four. Yeah, 33, I think. 33? 33, 33, but this will be 34. I think so. I don't know. Yeah, so I'm starting to get lost in what was touched and what wasn't. Yeah, but not everybody's listened to him, so we we can go back and touch over some of that stuff. Um, But I got to tell you, because you said about how you look and how vain you were, I got to tell you, you're the most real person uh, when we were in Phoenix, Mm -hmm. and uh, they got you up to do that Saturday morning uh, TV. Yeah. And... uh, you probably don't see it because on TV they don't show you really your legs that much, but you wear sweats when you yeah. get up in the morning. 
but you were so tired and you were just it was saturday we don't normally do press on saturday that's a thursday or friday thing and your hat was dirty dude your uh yeah right. your hat yeah and i saw it and i was like i should just tell him to wipe that hat off but you were just so real and you were in it and you were doing your oh, thing I, I, didn't say I, anything. I, don't, I don't give a fuck but the that. next day you bought new hats well yeah it was time for me to buy a new hat <laughs> um but I, I just, I didn't give a fuck, dude. Dude, I know. Sad. If I could show up in my drawers. That's what I'm saying. With my dick hanging out of one of my leg, uh, leg, leg sides, you know. But what's funny is when you go on, you could be half asleep, but as soon as the camera comes on. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, 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 you're that's, in that's, business. that's that shot. That's that sniff of cocaine, yeah, man. You're in business. It's time to go. Hollywood. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm mentioning that kind of halfway is because, uh, of course, we have to talk about the biggest movie oh, that yeah. just came out to biblical proportions. Um, I don't think it beat the second week, though. What do you mean? First week, it's number one. I don't. I think, think it's it, already top... It, well, it's on pace to top Black Panther. Yeah, but it didn't top the second week. Uh, I think that uh, Force Awakens holds second week. Nah, dog. It passed for, Force Awakens. I don't know about the second week. Oh, wait, wait. Force Awakens... It just passed the, the the recent one with, with with Mark Hamill, the Jedi. Oh, maybe that's the one. Yeah, okay. no, it just passed that. Okay. Yeah, no, 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 no. Without a doubt, this movie is fucking. I seen it twice already. I almost wish that Steve, if you could, uh, put in that 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 music. You know that that the Avengers. Dun, 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 dun. Dude, let me tell you something, man. And I, I've been pulling so hard for DC to get their shit together because I know it caught a lot of shit but I liked Batman versus Superman I I, I liked it um, I wasn't I wasn't all on board on that one and I to be honest it. look I, I think from a fan standpoint and from a financial standpoint Wonder Woman was the one for them yeah and I'm gonna be honest with you and maybe it's maybe 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 it's a little bit of my chauvinism but Wonder Woman didn't do it for me. I liked it, but I didn't like it to the level that everybody else liked it. So, you know, I was pulling for Batman versus Superman, which I, I liked, but it didn't do what it should have done. Um, and then Justice League. I like Justice League. But I'm going to tell you, after seeing Avengers Infinity War, it makes Justice League look like a toddler's cartoon. Justice League looks like Teen Titans Go. And I fucking like Justice League. But uh, uh, Avengers Infinity and we we when, when the movie was over, you saw how passionate I was. We when yeah. we talk, that movie should get an Oscar. Because that movie hit on every level. I'm talking story, characters, jokes, Action, pacing, rhythm, everything on a scale of one to ten in terms of everything I just said was a ten. But what really got it, that fucking ending, that motherfucking ending. Do and we, let's be real. Do we have to give out a spoiler alert here? If you ain't seen the motherfucker by now, that's your fault. Spoiler alert. Um, they, they, they took a page, which is brilliant, out of Empire Strikes Back. Because if this was the only one and this was going to end the, the Avengers franchise, that would have been one thing. And it's still, if they tied it up like most movies, the good guys win in the end, it still would have been great. But they did an Empire Strikes Back where the bad guy wins. And they leave you going, 
you gotta wait for the next one where they tie it all up dude we were sitting in a the theater and I literally and, you, and and before we went in I, you said to me the movie was what two hours 20 minutes yeah two hours and 20 yeah I looked at my at my, at my phone to, for the time and I'm like yo there's like 15 minutes left this shit about to end like this and sure enough it ended the way it ended and you literally heard people in the theater gasp yeah. It was like, <gasps> and fade the black over. That's how you end a fucking movie. That is a comedian set of you leave them wanting more. Yeah. And I was just like, this motherfucker here, it was proper. It, I'm, I, I, it's hard for me to even want to go back and look at Justice League now. Because I'm like, yo, DC got to step their motherfucking game up. See... I think DC, I like the darkness of the DC movie better. But this one, this one is dark. This one, I mean, there's darkness in this one. Uh, it's, but, but like I said, it, it, it hits on all cylinders. Yeah. It, 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 it was really good. It was really good. I can't wait for the next one. I just hate that it's what I heard. It's like 10 months away. You know, I think, I think, I think they would have, I would have loved, I would have loved for him to come out with this. Two weeks later. But but the thing is this, and I and I tweeted about this. I was like, dude, they shouldn't even show a preview for the next one. No, the pre we watched the preview. We, we just right. It should just be black screen when they show it on in the movie theaters, the previews and on TV, a black screen, Avengers Infinity Four and the release date. Because after seeing that one, the, this one it's, it's, it's crack cocaine. We junkies. We scratching our forearms. We need that next hit. The product, is, you, you sold it to us. You know, we don't need a fucking preview. And and I think from a marketing standpoint, because everybody's mouth is watering and we want it so bad, less is more. Yeah. You give us just that of, of black screen. Avengers Infinity War 4 release date. And you, we don't know what's happening even though we know what's going to happen, we don't see nothing. Oh, my God. I saw it again today. Right. My son. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it was great. It was great. I mean, I, I started seeing some, some things that I, uh, you know, you just catch some things better the second mm-hmm. time. I want to see it one more time because I, I caught a lot of, I swear to God, I might be completely wrong, but in uh, in the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, right. Uh, ship, yeah. I swear, I see a Wu Tang sticker in there. You might have, I, I yeah, but that, but I don't know because Wu Tang was nineties, and that movie's music wise is all predicated on the eighties. But I thought I saw a Wu Tang yeah. sticker in there. You might, have I, I, but it was just a flash, and I want to go back and see. Not that that's the only thing I saw, but I mean the the movie the second time I think is even better. Right. It is even because the first time I seriously watched it with my mouth open, right? Because like, it was just happening. It, it, it had me fucked up, and then, um. You know, they always do the, the, the tease where the credits roll and then they show you yeah. the Captain Marvel thing with the beeper. Yeah. I, for some reason, thought Captain Marvel was The Rock is getting ready to play Captain Marvel. But it's a woman. Yeah, it's a woman in this one. You know what I was thinking? Shazam. Oh, Shazam? Yeah. Because he's playing Shazam. Oh, he The is. Rock is playing Shazam. They're bringing back Shazam? Yeah. So I thought Captain Marvel was Shazam. Captain so I was like, oh shit, Avengers Infinity War 4 gonna have The Rock in it as Shazam? Pfft, jizz all in my jeans. 
But it's like, I, and I don't even know the female thing about that. I have no idea what that is. Well, because, and that's what I what I really love about how much you like the, the this movie is because you're not like you're not like a huge comic book fan. You like you like the movies. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a comic book geek. Right. I don't do the comic books. I don't do no loser shit like dress up like the characters <laughs> and show up at Comic Con. I'm convinced them dudes get no pussy. They, I, I'm not doing that. They get that pussy. The girls that like that. Nah, that pussy's trash. No, man, dude. I swear. I, I, you I, fucked a Comic Con, no, bitch? I did uh, a set at a Comic Con. They had a, a comedy right. show. And these girls that are wearing those outfits, like the nothing outfits. Right. And they're, they're nerdy. They let you fuck them in the outfits? They're nerdy girls. The guys that are fucking them do. I didn't fuck any I'll of them. I'll fuck a bitch in a Yoda outfit and talk like that. <laughs> Suck my balls, you will. <laughs> Maybe that's the force you need to be using. I, oh, I just get worked that out. out uh, it's my heart on. My dick getting hard. <laughs> feel the force, Luke. Feel, feel the force. <laughs> feel the force, you will. Dirty slut bitch you are. <laughs> but... Uh, that I like that you're not, but you into this. You're into the movies. Right. My son is huge, and so I said something about the captain. I said Captain Marvel, and he goes, "Yeah." And then I said, "It's going to be interesting because uh, this, you know, the direction to make this." And let me. And I'm not to cut you off. No. Keep your point. But I just realized I think I'm fucking up. I think. And somebody sent an email. Tell me, if I, Shazam is DC, isn't he? I don't remember what Shazam, Shazam might be. DC, I remember not Shazam Marvel. from uh, the Saturday mornings or the black and white joints, the cartoons things. That no, was. I remember. It oh from no, the, the black no, and no, white. Yeah, he was, TV it was show. alive. It was alive. Shazam, yeah, yeah. putting the smoke. But go ahead, your point. Uh, but I was like, it's going to be interesting because I know you know part of the 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 woman's movement and a female can be played the character. There's nobody written into that character. Right. And my son goes, yeah, because Marvel's had. Female and female uh, Captain Marvels, Marvel. So, so a female oh, in the comic book is played. So it's not. I wish somebody could clear that up. So is is Shazam and Captain Marvel two different things? Yeah. Okay. But there's been a Captain Marvel that's been a, and it's been a female before. Right. I but Captain Marvel, when I grew up, was was a dude. Right. But since I stopped reading comic books, uh, there's been a female Captain Marvel. Right. So, um. And I'm gonna tell you something, man. Uh, this was a little bit of a of a of a of a tearjerker for me. Uh, that scene where the certain Avenger members start dissolving yeah, yeah. in death. Tom Holland, I teared up a little bit, dude. And, and I think what got me was his youth. He he played it scared. Yeah, he wasn't a hero. He was fucking scared because he was dying. Yeah, and when he goes into Tony Stark's arms, he goes, "Mr. Stark." He didn't say it, and I felt like he should have. But you could clearly tell from an acting standpoint he was scared. But if he would have said the words, "Mr. Stark, I'm scared," as he's dissolved, dude, I, I almost cried, dude. And so let me just crown Tom Holland as the best Superman. I mean, a Superman, Spy- Spider Man. There's been three: Andrew Garfield, who people felt was a little too cool. Uh, people said Tobey Maguire was the GOAT. And I think that comes from him being the first. That was everybody's first introduction into Spider-Man on a major motion picture level. So there's a nostalgia there. And then now Tom Holland. I think Tom Holland is the perfect piece of both. He's got the nerdiness of Tobey Maguire, who I felt was a little too nerdy and so not good looking that them buggy eyes distracted me. Uh, 
<laughs> and I felt that Garfield was a little too cool for school, but Tom's in the middle. I, I love Tom Holland, yeah. man. Well, I like Tobey Maguire. I thought he did a, great, a good job at it. And, uh, but this Tom Holland's the right age to be. He's younger. Right. He feels right for the part. Right. I I, I like him in this. What I, what I'm excited to see, and I'm not going to give away any spoilers. But I'm and, and, and before you go on, I would love to know because I've tried to do this poll on Twitter. I'd love to have you guys email me and tell me between those three, Garfield, Maguire, and Holland, who you think is the best Spider-Man and why. And I'm also going to go back to that in terms of DC. But go ahead. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Did you really? Yeah, I did. I'm that, I'm, I'm that ADD, though. Oh, Jesus. Uh, I'll remember it, though. Oh. Oh, yeah. I'm excited to see... Not that I'm going to give this away, but the people who weren't in this Avengers mm-hmm. in this next one. Mm. But we don't even know if they live, if they survived the the fading into death. Well, we know they do. They, 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 yeah, because how? Because Tom Holland has another Spider-Man movie coming out. Yeah, but I mean, no, no, I know what they survived. But I'm just saying, in the in this infin, in those Infinity War, we don't know if uh, the people who weren't in there actually are going to be in the next one because we don't know that they survived. Oh, are going to be in the next No, but they have to. They have to be. Because it sets them up for the for their own movies. Like Black Panther got a sequel coming out. Yeah. So they, you, you know, yeah. you got to reestablish those guys, man. Um, another thing I wanted to know, because uh, I love these poll questions. Like you, 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 get, you get caught up with these characters and you go, and I get it because again, the nostalgia standpoint who could you see, and I'm going to pose this question to you, who could you see if those actors decided not to play those parts anymore, playing those parts? Because I'm telling you, I think Robert Downey Jr. is perfect for Iron Man. The swarminess, not swarmy, the confidence, uh, cockiness, to me, he just captures it perfectly. Yeah. His, his, uh, his sarcastic delivery. And I was thinking, dude, if you took him out of that, because I, you know, you reach it on Twitter where people go, man, can't nobody else play that role. Who could you, in your opinion, see replacing him? I don't know. I'd have to really think about it, but I don't, I don't have anybody like at the top. No one flies into my head right now. Somebody said Johnny Depp. Nah. 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 Johnny Depp is too, like, if we're going to, if I'm going to get someone new to replace him, I want someone. At a younger age or something. I mean, I don't want to... But you're not going to fill that role with a no-name. Yeah, but I don't want Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp, I love... Don't, don't get me... I love Johnny Depp. Right. I think he's a great actor. I liked him since Edward Scissorhands. Right. I mean, I like really almost every movie that he's done. But he ain't Iron Man to me. Yeah, I agree. I, to be honest, I don't see nobody being Iron Man. Robert Downey Jr. owns that fucking role. Here's another one. Uh, and I do have a... Uh, second choice that I think would have been phenomenal. Maybe a little bit younger too, but I, a little bit older Grizzly I like. Um, who outside of Hugh Jackman do you see playing Wolverine? I don't know. Andy, you got to be on top of this, man. Really? You don't know? Man, I don't. I really have to think about it. I'm just, I'm not that, like, I don't think about right. it. I say uh, Mel Gibson. A, a younger Mel Gibson, but still almost older Mel Gibson, because I just think of him in Lethal Weapon and that crazy, yeah, grisly, 
like when I saw Logan and he played older Wolverine, more vulnerable, couldn't heal his face. He did that that beard, that grizzly. Mel Gibson has a psychotic grizzliness to him. Yeah, that I could I could totally see him playing Wolverine. I could, but I just I don't. So again, uh, anybody out there, I want to know about Iron Man. I want to know about Wolverine. Uh, and here's my last one. And I, I you got to know about this. Um, going back to Justice League and Batman, I remember when Ben Affleck caught a world of flack on Twitter when they announced he was going to be playing Batman. Yeah. And a lot of people were going off of Daredevil because that was such a of, a of a superhero film. Uh, and, you know, Bruce Wayne has always been this good-looking tycoon. So certainly Affleck has the looks. But, again, people were so going, I can't see it, terrible choice. I think he was the best Batman of all. All the Batmans, and a lot of people's sentimental favorite, again, is Michael Keaton. Yeah. Because Keaton was one. It was the first time we saw Batman on that level of a film. And then the funny thing is, when you go back and look at the original Batman with Keaton and Nicholson now, versus what Christian Bale did, Heath Ledger did, what Affleck has done, it seems kind of corny. But I get it. Even for me, I was I was in my teens back in the 90s when that movie came out and it was nostalgic for me but I think honestly fucking uh, Affleck is the best because what I really loved about it was one they went for a totally different look which was closer to the comic books which was this big buff gray look but the voice I know a lot of people would say of course, for nostalgia, Michael Keaton first, but Christian Bale right behind it. But a lot of people didn't like that. Yeah, it was too much. It was too much. Um, but I think they found the perfect medium with Affleck. He didn't because I couldn't see him doing it, and it's just I'm Batman, regular. This is me, Ben Affleck voice. No, the way Keaton did it. But the thing that they had the microphone built into the suit, so when he talked, it was distorted. It gave it a coolness to me. So my question to you will be this. And here's my particular order. Of all the people that's played Batman, Keaton, Val Kilmer, Ben Affleck, Christian Bale. I'm thinking there's one more. Yeah, there is. uh, George Clooney. George Clooney. From best to worst, top five, what do you pick? Here's mine. Affleck first. Christian Bale second. Michael Keaton third, Clooney fourth, Kilmer fifth. I hated Kilmer as Batman. I didn't think the look was there. The movie was whack. Clooney, I always thought, was perfect for Bruce Wayne. Good looking, suave, debonair. He just did a shit movie. The bat nips and the G string. Yeah. That was, you were going to die. I like Bale. A lot of people thought it was too much. I could see that point, but I still like Bale. Um, who did I say was uh, Keaton? Nostalgia. I'll give him three, uh, and of course Affleck number one. Uh, I give Keaton number one, and only because I liked. I didn't get Keaton when I heard it was going to be Keaton, and, right. and I went to go see it. I was like, "This is going to suck," and I saw Keaton play it. It won me over because I saw Keaton. I didn't see the jaw. I saw the the comic, the 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 guy who did uh, Mr. Mr. Mom. Is that, yeah. yeah, I saw that guy doing. I didn't. 
the reason I, I really appreciated him so much more is because I didn't see that guy at all when I saw Batman. I saw right. he really took on the role of Batman. And then I'd probably go Aflac, and then I'd go Bale. Mm-hmm. But uh, as far as the last two... Those Kilmer are, Keaton? Those are interchangeable. Kil- well, not Kilmer Keaton. Uh, Kilmer Clooney. Cl- Kilmer Clooney. You could... As far as how bad each of them sucked, you could interchange those two. <laughs> because, and you know, and I wanted to like uh, Clooney. I really did. And right. like you said, he was the perfect person to play it, but he played it so. First, the movie was bad. You're right. right. But then he played it so Clooney. Like it was Clooney. Like I, it wasn't, I know exactly it wasn't, what you're saying. Yeah. I know exactly what you're saying. Clooney has a very. And I, in order for you to get this, and not like I do a killer Clooney impression, but it's visual. He has a very yeah. certain delivery, so I know exactly what you're saying. The way his head moves, yes, it's almost, yes, it's almost, it's almost like a. If I'm going to say this, people are going to disagree with me right now, but it's almost like he has a slight bobblehead. Ah, he, yes, it just it just has a little bit of a twerk right. to it while he's talking, and it's it, it's within his rhythm and his cadence, and he's such a good looking dude that it doesn't come off like a bobblehead. Right. But if I move the same way that he did, I'm a bobble fucking head. Right, right. So that. That Clooney-ass thing, that just shined through. It overdid Batman. This might not be the perfect example because he's such a caricature of himself. But it's almost like, look, there are certain movies that, based on what you just described, that movie's just perfect for that dude and his personality and cadence and delivery. I love the shit out of the Ocean movies. Yeah, those movies are great, and he plays that part. That is tailor-made for him. That good-looking, smooth, slick leader—that is him. But but in those movies, the thing that makes him really great in that is because he has all that going for him. But he has this love for Julia Roberts, right? And he's willing to do anything. And he he it, he it, it makes him human. You you, you humanize right. him as as this good-looking dude. But you see him as a human dude because of right. who he is. In that, in those movies, that's right. what that's what makes him really. Lo- that's what makes that movie perfect for him. Because if he was just that cool, sw- right. then you would be like, oh, he's just a cool dude." Right. But he actually has a character and a personality that he. And, but and, that movie is so appropriate for, for his smoothness. Smooth, yeah, right. That's why I'm like Keanu Reeves. We all know the joke about Keanu's yeah. acting. Keanu Reeves, everything feels the same. But dude, John Wick, it that's. That's, that's him. Yeah, but like I, you say to me every time I bring that up. Right. Yeah, but that's all action. There's no. Right, right, but right, right. I'll tell you what, you know what movie, uh, and I, I don't even know how we got on this road, but the movie that I, and I have to give Keanu credit, and I, I haven't given him credit for this because I've, mm-hmm. I've knocked it a few times on this, but uh, uh, what's the movie where he's he's dying of cancer and he, he's oh, the Bible dude? Seen that. He's the Bible. He, he has to save people. He's like. I've uh, never seen that. Oh, it's, it's also a comic book. I got to. Cotton. <laughs> Not Constantine, right? Constantine, that's it. Constantine, really, dude. I thought he was great in Constantine. I, I gotta him. see that. You've never seen it? No. Watch it. I mean, I I've watched him, and it does. It's still like you said. There's certain movies that are perfect. Right. This movie for his character and the way things happen. I thought it, I, I judge movies by this. I judge it when I see him at the theater and I really like him. But if they come on cable, and I sit there and I watch him. Over and over and over again because yeah. it's not worth getting up and changing the channel. But I'm into the movie. Right. Constantine's one of those movies I watch I all the time. Check that out. You wanted me back, so yeah, I'm guessing I'm back. <laughs> He's better in Constantine than he is in that movie. But I, I like that movie though too. Since I, I, we're on this topic, because this will this will segue into our last thing. 
You know they're doing an Ocean's 8 all-female cast, right? Yeah. I don't want to come off chauvinistic. But I wish they wouldn't touch everything with the need to go, let's make it female. Because, look, it seems like the track record on that is headed towards disaster. Because they did the Ghostbusters remake with all females. And that was a disaster. And again, I think when you fucking with people's nostalgia and what they knew and grew up with, you're fucking with their memories. And and not only that, it's hard to follow one of the cr- great comedic bests. Bill Murray. Yeah. Dan Aykroyd. Harold Ramis. Uh, what's the black dude's name? Uh, oh, fuck. Ernie Hudson. Ernie Hudson. Yeah, I can't believe I can. Um... It's tough. So now, so now, you, you're gonna do and I and I read somewhere where Dan Aykroyd is considering doing a Blues Brothers remake with two women to play the roles of Elwood and Jake. You know who they thinking about? No, Cardi B and my girl Tiffany Haddish. Now I would love to see Tiffany do that because that's my girl. I wouldn't. And you know, <laughs> and I think Cardi B. As annoying as a motherfucker, but that's why I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to see Tiffany Haddish do that movie. I, there's better. There's better places to put Tiffany. Tiffany is great, and I'll go see anything that she does. But I don't want that. I, I, she doesn't need to do that. Here's my thing with what you're saying, though. Right. I I believe women should be able to do anything that they want to do. I really do. I re- I'm not against women having any of this thing. Yeah, it's easy to say it too. But here's how. Here's the twist of what I'm about to say. If it's already been done, you aren't doing it. You're just reprising something. You're just putting a woman in an in, in, in it's, that, it's, that spot. It's, it's that that constant need to feel to go. We gotta reach outside the box just to say, "Hey, we did this new this thing, this twist." I know what they're trying to do, but it's yeah. just like if it ain't broke, don't fucking fix it. But here's the other thing, and in the same thing that you're saying. If, if guys are let's let's say women are circles and men are men are square. When we're little kids, they taught just to put the the circle in the circle, circle and the square yeah. in the square. And if we've already done something and we put some squares squares in there, the circles make your let's write a movie that is going to be successful for the women that are playing the movie. Why do they have to repri- reprise what a, a dude movie has already been? Right. I, I get it. There's some movies that I would say that if they're going to do a remake, there are characters that are interchangeable, and it doesn't make a difference, and you're not going to feel the Listen, difference. Listen, I don't know how you thought. I thought Bridesmaids was fucking hilarious. Great movie. It wasn't a remake. It was, let's take the funniest broads and, and put them in this situation. Fucking hilarious. But you could say that that was similar to The Hangover. In, in in some ways, the way it was written. Okay, but so, it was. But, but I would rather that bridesmaids than the hangover with women. women. It's exactly right. what I'm trying to say. Make the movie for the women to right. do a brand. I almost sound like Bill Cosby for a second. Make the movie for the women, and I'll drug the bitches and fuck them before the second act. But make the movie for women. Uh, write it, make a new. Why? Why would women want to continue just to reprise old movies that men have already done? The 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 Ghostbusters that you were talking about, I heard, and I don't know if this is true. I heard that originally it was supposed to be uh, John Belushi, and Belushi died, right. and then they shelved that movie because they were waiting for the right people to put together to make that movie. Right. And 
if we we they shelved it all the way into the time when this when when the women who remade the movie made the movie, maybe that movie would be Ghostbusters, and it would just be those women. But they made it with some guys that worked together. They found the chemistry. They wanted to make the movie again, so they made the movie, and then women come along to do the uh, to do the remake, and it's just women doing the parts of, of dudes. Yeah. That's not what. If you Listen, want, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't even necessarily like the idea of remakes with men right. on movies with men right. because again we hold on to our memories and we go man when that movie came out I was doing this I was this years old I had fun I do you know so it's like you don't want nobody to fuck with that but if a movie's like three generations old and people have forgotten about it then it's great to do a remake right because it's new to the new generation, generation. yeah and so if we're going to do that then then yeah if that character fits and it's a female character let's do it but. If things like you said that are fucking with my childhood, right? Let, let's let's not fuck with those, right? Um, and and since we're on this note, let me quickly throw this in. I was watching because we're in basketball playoffs right now. I was watching Sports Center and they did a thing. I think the show was behind the lines or whatever, where they were talking about the WNBA. I saw it and how it's it's basically failing. You know, ticket sales aren't good, attendance isn't good. The fans that they have are loyal, loyal, are loyal fans. fans, and they're and the ladies were like, "Well, they interviewed some of the top notch female players, and were like, they need to promote us the way they promote the men, and they need to let people in on our personalities and our lives, so you become invested." And one lady, one chick, was like, "Most people don't even know that so and so on my team collects cars, and she's got like ten cars." Listen, can we stop with the bullshit? And let's just be real. Women's basketball. Who gives a fuck? I, I mean, it just it's 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 like I don't want to watch a woman. Women basketball is not as interesting as men from two standpoints. The actual play, the physical play and the personalities. When you watch a WNBA game, you know what you're going to see a thousand times over the same chess passes, the same bounce passes. Maybe a no look here and there. Layup, jump shot. Layup, jump shot. The physicality, men go to the heart, whether it's the ferociousness, 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 ferociousness. of a LeBron James dunk on somebody from far distance. Whether it was back in the day when Michael Jordan and Kobe's in air acrobatics, turn your body, contortion, moves, elegance, grace. Whether it was Shaq's down in the paint, give me the ball, post up, monster dunk on two motherfuckers, take you up with me. Break a rim. Break a rim. Magic Johnson's fancy no look behind the bass, full court, bounce pass. Steph Curry's half court shot threes, two defenders in his face. Women just don't offer as much as the men offer. And again... That's just the physical shit. The personalities. Shaq's personality. His fun-loving Sacramento Queens. The jokes. Barkley's honesty. Dennis Rodman's flair. Let's let's stop trying to be politically correct. The women just aren't as interesting. I I can break it down a little bit further, even on the not interesting part. And them is the ugliest bitches in captivity. No, it's not true. Some of them are attractive. Yes. Some of them are attractive. Some of them. Candace Parker, maybe. Have good basketball skills. But if you don't have the rest of the team up to your level, 
then it's going to be hard to play that game. Keep your point. I'm not, I swear I don't mean to cut you off, but I got to say this before I lose mine. And again, maybe chauvinistic thinking, but men, we look at certain things and we like to see a certain amount of sex appeal. And then W is something about women athletes. They have a very <laughs> male bravado that is so unattractive to me. It's like I've been around WNBA players who call me bruh. So bruh, any woman that calls you bruh plays in the WNBA. Go ahead. All right, I'm going to break everything down that you just said. I'm going to add to it. And I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with anything that you said other than I did say that there are some women that do have the talent, but the rest of their team might not possess the talent to, right. so that they can't show their greatness the same way a male player can on a great team. Because the way the NBA teams are, are today, there's so much talent on a team mm-hmm. that you can play a game at a super high level. Uh, but, and I, don't, I think some of the women are attractive. Okay, so now I got those two things out of my way, and I'm gonna, now I'm going to say the other part. One, when you're talking about identifying in the male bravado, whatever. I look at it more like this. When dudes watch the NBA and they watch guys play the NBA, mm-hmm. straight dudes, doesn't straight you can be as straight as you want to be. You want to be that guy. Mm-hmm. You watch that guy, you wish you had that moves, you wish you had that skill, you wish you had that level. You would honestly want to be that guy. If you could trade yourself out and become that guy, you'd become that guy. Right. When you watch WNBA there's nothing to identify with. There's nothing. You don't want to be the her. You right. don't want to, for the most part, you don't want to fuck her. Right. What there's, and then they say, well, they don't let us uh, display our personalities. You, you get to display your personality as much as any NBA player. Right. Does. The minute you get with that microphone, go. Yeah, because they're not there. No one was watching. Uh, they weren't writing big, big articles on a lot. What, what do we really know about uh, who's supposed to be the greatest right now? But besides in LeBron. the NBA, no, no, in, oh. in the NBA right now, uh, LeBron, uh, Steph Curry. What, Kevin do we, what do we know about Steph Curry? What do we know about Kevin Durant? Do we really know? Do they really do articles on it? Have we have we right. really marketed these guys? Right. They do some shoe commercials. That's what right. they do. But we don't know them. We don't have the days of Chuck and. Uh, Barkley, Barkley, I mean, I mean, Charles, Shaq. yeah, Shaq and and uh, Bird and and, right. and uh, Magic. Right. Those 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 days aren't there. That's when they were trying to. Uh, that's that was a long time ago. Now the other thing with the WNBA, uh, men's basketball was the number four sport after hockey in the seventies. It's taken a long time to build this sport. In the seventies, it was the it was uh, New York, it was the Knicks, and then when we kind of got into that late seventies, early eighties, then we started with uh, with uh, Magic and with Bird, and that's what built up the NBA. It still was right there with hockey, uh-huh. and then as Jordan entered, hockey blew. I mean, uh, uh, he changed the game. He changed the game, and basketball blew up. Women get a sport. What have they been playing? What's WNBA? How many years now? Twelve. I don't even know. <coughs> that's how much I follow it, but. You don't get to just be just because you're women. You showed up, and the game is there. Doesn't mean you're getting the same thing as other people. That's why those old players didn't make that kind of money. Right? They made they, a lot of players didn't make money. Uh, they're broke. Listen, I, you know, I got two daughters, so I can understand from a supportive standpoint. If if one of my daughters went, hey, I'm trying to play professional basketball. You want to support? You'll be there in the stands. But, you know, again, we live in such a pussified, 
politically correct society, we don't want to say what we're thinking. The game isn't as good. It's just not as good. They don't. There's nothing to offer that the men offer that make you go, ooh, ah, jump out your seat. But maybe another 12 years from now, maybe it will be. I'm not. Which is what? What's the evolution? I don't know, but maybe. If bitches is dunking like Shaq and Jordan, they got dicks. All I'm saying is. There is a possibility, but you're going to have to age your game and grow into the game because you don't have all those people yet. Listen, I got to tell you right now, I'd rather watch women's tennis. I think women's um, women's tennis is a better game to watch if I'm going to watch a tennis I'm game. I'm not a tennis guy. Uh, but if you had to watch it, women's I like women's tennis better. I like this. Because of the noises? Competition. <laughs> everything has to go to sexual. The competition, <laughs> competition and their style. They're, they're, the way they play the game, they play more... Uh, the game looks right, like and and golf. I love to watch women golf. Women have a better swing; they play the game better. Every now and then, you have faggot moments. No, I'm telling you, if you need to learn how to play golf, watch women play golf because men don't play golf. Like Tiger, when he when he was at his top game, that swing you couldn't duplicate that swing. That swing he was his feet were in the air. Women swing traditional swings. That's how you can see, and it's a it's a better looking game. Right. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a golf dude either. Even though you know, I, well, I'm just saying there's some things that I think women in women's sports they do better. When I'm watching track and field, when women are competing with women, I I I think it's uh, I like to watch women's track and field. I think it's right. every bit as exciting as a male track and field. Yeah, them but, bodies though. Which ones? Women in those tight outfits and they're totally in shape. Yeah, bitches is built like strong ants. It just it just doesn't do anything. Do you watch me. women's volleyball? Again, I, 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 dude, I'm a little chauvinistic. I, I, I just, get it. I, I just, but women's volleyball, I think, is a good sport. They play a great volleyball game, and they are awesome looking. Now, I'm not saying that it have to be awesome looking to make it uh, watchable, but it doesn't Why can't hurt. They play their sports in the kitchen. It doesn't hurt, <laughs> dude. Some of those people, I'd rather than play volleyball and not make me food. Uh, <laughs> this is uh, this uh, America is coming to a crunch on as far as anyone knowing how to make food in the kitchen anymore mm. gotta slap these bitches back in time baby um i'm not gonna you ain't gonna touch that one no i'm not gonna touch that yeah. one okay <laughs> <laughs> all right man we done ran over fuck uh i think we went eight minutes over uh but shit there it is that's uh that's the podcast that is the podcast we're gonna have some issues next week we'll figure it out uh yeah we might because uh, we're, we're not this this is the first time in a long time we're not together it's my fault i'm in hartford connecticut and where are you i'm in phoenix Oof. staying in phoenix we'll might figure it out to put a uh uh we'll be back soon maybe clock on the door maybe next monday i'll come out not this one next one right We'll figure it out. Okay. Anyway, stay tuned. Uh, we'll have something. We'll figure out something. Maybe we'll. Maybe we have enough episodes to do a best of. That might have to be the way to go, and just put in uh, the best parts into one one joint. That'll give. That'll make Steve have to go to work. Oh, Steve will hate us. <laughs> Steve, Steve already. Steve already told me the other day. He goes, you know, you guys. That's a good hour podcast that you go. You know, it takes me about two hours to to get it ready to go out. Fucking excellent. So, yeah. all right, y'all. Uh, as always, Aries Spears forty five at Hotmail for any comments, suggestions, questions. Uh, Twitter, Aries Spears. Instagram, Aries Spears official. Subscribe to the Pandora for free. Aries Spears YouTube channel, Aries Spears. Hit subscribe. Uh, <sighs> I am in Hartford, Connecticut at the Funny Bone next week. I'm out this bitch. I will be uh, in Phoenix at Stand Up Live uh, with Danielle Rawlings, actually. 
I'm rich, bitch. That's the dude. Uh, I'll be there uh, this next week. And uh, you can find me at andycomedy.com. All my social media is at the top, so you can go find me on Instagram, which I really like the best. And just for Steve, I'm going to let you know that if you ever want to see the guy that we're talking about, if you go on Instagram and you put under Got Cyanide, you can find our, 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 our man Steve there who does, our, who does the editing. You guys, thank you very much. Uh, see you uh, next week. Hear, you, hear us next week. Out!